morning and welcome to Noah's Window. Uh, Mary Alice had the idea to do um, a segment on forgiveness. And I got to tell you, her episode Monday is my favorite Noah's Window today. So if you haven't had a chance to watch that one, I would encourage you to watch that. She and I have been thinking a lot about the importance of forgiveness because it's certainly one of the uh, main things that the Lord asks us to do. So I want to do a couple of episodes, today's and tomorrow's, from the Gospel of Matthew chapter 18, because whenever I think about us forgiving people who sinned against us, this is automatically where I go. You know, the disciples were asked by Jesus to do some extraordinary things, and it amazes me how they just did those things without blinking. I mean, they may have had questions, but, you know, Jesus uh, said, you know, launch the boat out and throw your nets down on the other side of the boat. Well, they weren't, you know, they felt like that might not be the best time to fish, but they did it, you know. And what really amazes me, there was a point where Jesus told them uh, to go out two by two and to preach the gospel and to heal. Uh, and he said, you know, don't take any money with you or anything like that. You know, the Lord will supply it. They just did it. But one thing they had a hard time with, and they sort of pressed back against Jesus on this one, and it had to do with forgiveness. And of course, uh, the one disciple who's going to speak up is the one who seemingly always speaks up, and that's Peter. So Jesus has told them that they have to forgive, and, and Peter, uh, wanting to negotiate with the Lord, he's wanting to know when he can stop forgiving. Uh, how many times does he have to forgive before he can you know, get vengeance? So I want to pick it up there in Matthew's Gospel, chapter 18, the 21st verse. Then Peter came to him, that's Jesus, and asked, Lord, how often should I forgive someone who sins against me? Seven times? Well, the rabbis in those days thought three times. So Peter thought, well, hey, seven is the number of completion. So surely if I forgive somebody seven times, I'm finished. Jesus said, no, not seven times, but 70 times seven. Well, you know, he, Jesus used that number because Peter had used seven. But of course, 70 times seven, if you've forgiven someone something 490 times, you've long since quit counting. And that's what Jesus is saying. He is saying, no, you don't think about a limit on forgiveness. Now, I'm sure that blew Peter's mind because Peter's thinking, I just don't see how that's possible. And the reason I go to that place is through the years I've taught so many times on forgiveness, and I've actually had many people say, Mark, I just can't forgive. So I think Jesus told this story just so that we would get out of that zone of saying, I can't forgive. I want to read it, and then we'll talk about it. Jesus said, the kingdom of heaven can be compared to a king who decided to bring his accounts up to date with servants who have borrowed money from him. In the process, one of his debtors was brought in who owed him millions of dollars. Well, servants in those days would have made what we call minimum wage today. So I've always wondered, you know, how did someone who made minimum wage wind up owing millions of dollars? But again, you have to understand, Jesus has got a point to make with the story. And by the way, I think it was more than millions, as our translation says. It all depends on uh, whether the, the, the unit of weight, which if you have an old translation, it'll say talents. A talent can be somewhere between 52 and 80 pounds. And what was a talent of? Was it a talent of silver or gold? If it was gold, it actually could have been several billion dollars, uh, probably closer to, to four or five billion dollars by today's price of gold. So think about that. In the process, this king, he's, he's bringing his accounts up to date. There's a servant who makes minimum wage. 
who owes him at least millions, if not billions of dollars. Well, the first three words of verse 25 are, <laughs> they're a foregone conclusion. It said he couldn't pay. Now, that's the thing. Where we're going with this today is we're going to get to the place where we're going to see that forgiveness for us is not as difficult as we make it sound. What is impossible is for us to pay the debt that we owe God. So verse 25, he couldn't pay. So his master ordered that he be sold along with his wife, his children, and everything he owned to pay, owed to pay the debt. Well, that could be done in those days. There was no bankruptcy. But the man fell down before his master and begged him, please be patient with me and I will pay it all. I smile. I guess I've taught this story maybe a hundred times, if not more. I always smile when I get to those words. I mean, it's sort of pathetic when you think about it because this guy, he realized he's about to be sold. His wife's going to be sold. He's never going to see his kids again. He's going to be a slave. And he says to this king, give me some time and I will pay it all. Well, you know, the reason why I smile is the interest on a debt of billions of dollars meant that every day he's going to be deeper in debt. There's no way he can pay. But here's the thing. Verse 27 says the king had pity on him and released him and forgave him his debt. Well, I'm going to stop the story right there because I'm going to pick the next part of it tomorrow up. But um, I want us to think about that for a moment. I mean, this king represents God. The servant there represents you and me. We owe an unpayable debt. And there's no way in the world that we can pay it. It's pretty easy to let that roll off the tongue and say, yep, Mark, that's right. We owed God an unpayable debt. But let's slow down for just a moment. I want us to think about that debt. I think it'll do us good. Let's do an exercise. I want you to think about, right, you know, you know, like literally write it down. But suppose I ask you to write down every sin you committed yesterday. I mean, start from the moment you wake up and then the moment that you go to bed. I want you to think about everything that you did yesterday and, and just categorize or, or, or catalog every sin you committed. That's everything you did wrong, everything you said wrong, everything you didn't do right. That'd be a challenge, but I think you could probably do it. You, you probably could. You could probably say, well, okay, Mark, I'll go back over yesterday and there might have been three, four, five, six things that I did wrong or should have done that was I didn't get done. All right, maybe we could do that. How about last week? How about take the previous seven week, previous seven days, and just outline every sin you've ever committed during that time, everything you did wrong, everything you didn't do right. It might be a little tougher. How about last year? How old are you? How many years? You know, it doesn't take long for us thinking like that to recognize we owe God an unpayable debt. And yet how beautiful it is. The Bible says, as Mary Alice talked about yesterday, he wiped it clean. You guys know I have a vivid imagination. Those of you who are new springers and listen to me speak every week. I just so pray that God kept all this on videotape because in my mind, I see this, uh, this employee of the king walking up the steps to the palace and how depressed he had to be, how troubled, how fearful, how in terror he must have been walking up the steps that day. And then I imagine him walking out 
I could just see him running down those stairs thinking, I can't wait to tell my wife. I can't wait to tell my kids that they're not going to be slaves. I can't, I can't wait to say, I mean, I'm sure he threw a party that I would want to think that he threw a party that night to just let everybody know he was debt free. He was debt free. Just like you and I are debt free when we invite Jesus Christ to become our Lord and Savior. Our entire debt is washed away in the blood of Jesus Christ. Wow, that's amazing. But it's going to set the stage, as we see tomorrow, for our forgiving of people. Well, oh my goodness, I don't think I can close this Noah's window without asking you if you know for sure that you've been forgiven of this debt. You know, every week at New Spring, just about, we ask people that have never invited Jesus Christ into their life to pray the prayer. Well, for all of us who may feel guilt because we know we've sinned against God, isn't it good to know that through the blood of Jesus Christ, we can hear, you know, we can hear that the King freely forgave us all. And if you've never had that moment, I want you to have it. The Bible says if we will believe on Jesus, that he died for our sins. Like Mary Alice said on Monday, you know, there's a financial transaction. It wasn't that God swept them under the rug. There was a financial transaction where he moved our debt in, under his name and moved his inheritance to our account. We believe that Jesus died for our sins. We believe that he arose from the grave. And then we make that personal ask, asking Jesus to be our Lord and Savior. I'm going to pray a prayer with you right now. And if you've never prayed this prayer uh, from your heart and never really fully understood what it's all about, you can do it right now. And if you have, then this is just a great time to celebrate that you walked out of the palace of the king fully forgiven. Let's pray. Dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I owe a debt I cannot pay. But I believe Jesus died for my sins. I believe he arose from the grave. I accept your complete forgiveness. Thank you for hearing my prayer. Thank you for making me your child. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, if you just prayed that, Mary Alice and I would love to hear from you. Beyond that, we have a gift box we would like to send out to you. It's got a Bible, a book I wrote that may answer a lot of questions. We're going to help you take those first steps of following Jesus as a freely forgiven person, completely innocent in God's sight. Here's all you have to do to get it. Just text uh, PRAY, the word P-R-A-Y-E-D, to 97,000. And then there will be a way you can respond back to us and give us the information that will allow us to send it out to you. And we'll get it to you as quick as we possibly can. We're always glad to hear from all of you on Noah's Window. Uh, just if there's something on your heart you'd like to share with us, you want to say something to Mary Alice and me, maybe you have a prayer need. Uh, we always love to hear from you on Noah's Window. Well, I'll be back tomorrow to pick up the story. As I said, we just sort of set up the springboard for... Uh, what we need to learn about forgiveness here. Remember, Peter said, when can I stop forgiving? And then Jesus launched into this story. We'll pick it up again tomorrow. Thanks for joining us on Noah's Window. Mm -hmm.